Hey everybody, Matt, Jess and Dave here. Sorry Jess, just butting in quickly to let the listeners know that I'm going to be in Sydney uh, this week coming up the 8th to the 12th of May and uh, you can get tickets now via mattsfieldcomedy.com then going straight to Brisbane on the 16th to the 19th. So tickets for my show Dry Dryer. In Sydney and Melbourne. Sorry, Matt, I'll just cut you off there. I just need to tell everyone that our quiz show, our web series is out right now. Do go on the quiz show. You can see it on Stupid Old Channel for free on YouTube. Type in, do go on the quiz show, and you can see three episodes right now covering topics like Google, Queen Victoria, the Olympics, and we've got five more episodes coming up. So like and subscribe, whatever that means. They are big topics too. And I said Sydney and Melbourne. I meant Sydney and Brisbane. Anyway, let's get on with the show. I'm still here too. (laughs) Oh, hey, Jess. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to Do Go On, another episode of our podcast, or possibly your first episode. Could be a thing. My name is Dave Warnicky, and I am here with my co-host, my chums, Jess Perkins, is my number one introductee this week. Yes. Hi, Dave. That is bullshit. Yeah, Perkins, Perkins. Hello, Perkins. Jess Perkins. Hello. And you are, of course, uh, a rival to your co-host, Matt Stewart. Oh, he's taken, he's taken that off my hands. Normally, mm-hmm. I get to introduce someone. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, hey. neither of us get to. He pl- does it all. Well, I was always third, and it's nice to be introduced. That's right. I'm playing you up against each other. It's really fun. No, we're a team. Yeah. So we were, come at us. We were talking. <laughs> come at us, fuckhead. We were talking. Oh, let's early. put that on a t-shirt. That is early on in the podcast to be <laughs> to be a confrontation. Well, uh, our friend a fuckhead, but there you go. <laughs> Here we are. And a few people have stopped listening. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, everyone else. Uh, I swear we're friends. I swear we are. We were talking off air about if we were Destiny's Child, <laughs> the early two thousands R and B group, mm-hmm. who we would be, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stewart, you decided yourself that you are the Michelle Williams, the third most popular member. I did not at all decide that. You said Apart from the fact that I wouldn't have known her name, you said you're definitely the Michelle Williams. So I don't see how... Well, I just wanted to be the, the Beyonce of the group, leaving Jess the Kelly Rowland. But then the Jess Beyonce. started singing and yeah, we all decided. She had the best voice. What sweet vox she oh, has. They definitely had. I, so, do, I do break into song a lot in this podcast. Do you really? Too much. You, you do. Michelle Williams, if you're not familiar, is the one uh, who was often given the third half verse or the bridge as her solo. So she would only sing for a So, Matt, that's pretty good. 
You still got a bridge? Hey, look, I'm happy to be in one of the most successful all-girl groups of all time. That's right. Without any, having to worry about any of the, you know, the bullshit. You're happy to be the little fish in a big pond? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I just want to be a little pond. fish in a big pond. <laughs> still in the pond. Still in the pond. And I'm happy to be married to Jay-Z, so... And I'm... Oh, I had that song with Nelly one time. Yeah. And I don't know what I've done since. Um, I assume just, I'm happy though. Yeah, money. Just swimming in cash. So much cash. I've got a pool full, full of cash. Pool full. Pool full. Michelle Williams also shares her name with the Michelle Williams Dawson's Creek actress. So there's something oh, and, to us. And Heath Ledger, mother of his child. Yes, correct. The mother yeah. of Heath Ledger's child probably yeah. would have made more sense. But that's okay. Well, you know. <clears throat> And here we all are. Here we are. The child of destiny one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> what a weird way to start. So, nah, uh, to start. it's Matt Stewart, aka Michelle Williams. Your turn to do a report. What we do on the show is we do a report on one single topic. Yeah. Uh, we each take it in turns to write that report and come back with the report to the class. Now, uh, Matt, it's your turn, like I say. We don't know what you're going to talk about. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I can hear it in your you voice. You have admitted to being up very late last night writing this, and also this morning you a little bit late to this recording, so you could continue the yeah. writing session. I was. This is yeah. If this is a school class, I am definitely cramming. Okay. Probably worse than I ever have before. But um, if I can squeeze out a C plus, okay, I'll take it. All right. Well, we'll just up the enthusiasm. That, I, I just want to say. Going for a C plus is a very Michelle Williams attitude. Totally. Beyonce would go for an A plus. Kelly, probably a B plus, yeah. C plus for Michelle. That's about right, actually, for us, isn't it? I feel it? like Beyonce probably wouldn't go for an A plus. She'd just get one. Yeah. Well, she's born with it. Maybe yeah, she's but that's, born with it. But you're, you're cheapening her, her work hard ethic. work as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Fuck it's, you, Beyonce. It's, 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 it's I like Beyonce. My, my sister's played me some Beyonce from recent years. There's some... Some really sweet stuff in there. She's a very talented woman. Yes, Thank nobody's arguing. Thank you. I'm taking this like you're talking about my, my work ethic. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, I do work very hard. I'm a talented woman yes, and I'm I powerful. Am. I am dangerously hey, in love. You're a yeah. What is she? You're a strong, independent she's a single lady. lady. No. No, she's not. She's married. And neither married. am I. I'm not a single lady either. So the the oh. similarities are endless between us. It's all adding it's beautiful. up. Beautiful. All adding up. Well, yeah. Okay. Can, do you right. want, if, sorry, if you want to go on... Uh, sorry, Beyonce likes to talk about herself more than Michelle. So, going for the C-plus today is you, Matt Stewart. We always start with a question just to lead us into the topic. Yeah, I you think if, if, you know this, if you know this topic, you'll probably know... If, this is basically their, um, their marketing... Uh, marketing... Uh, <laughs> it's a marketing thing. A stretch of words in like a short sentence. It's like a phrase uh-huh. used for marketing purposes. Sure. It's like a logo, but a sentence. Okay. What do you call those things? A, uh, what, like a tagline? Like a tagline. Okay. A, a, mot- a, a motto? motto? A motto. Oh. It's like a motto. I'm going to say it's a, like a marketing motto. Okay. What's just do it for Nike? It's like a... Yeah, that's their tagline. tagline? Would you say tagline? tagline? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And that would definitely be copyrighted too. So, yeah, right. So, if you know... This thing, you'll slogan. know this slogan. That's slogan what I was trying is to the think. Word we're going oh, for. that is fucked. That three of us took so long to remember slogan. Wow. But I'd like to point out that Kelly Rowland got it. She did. Kelly did get it. Which are more reason to believe that maybe Kelly's actually Beyonce. Sorry, I was secretly writing a Grammy Award-winning <laughs> album in the corner here. So oh, okay. do try to pay attention. Another one. No, uh, slogan. That's slogan, a much better okay. word. Motto. Okay. Slogan. slogan. 
So uh, the question is, what is the world's largest music democracy? What? Uh, maybe it's not that well known of a... Music. Oh, yes, I think I know what you mean. Yes, um, do, you, do you have any idea what he's talking about? Music democracy. A musical democracy where people, I mean, where people would vote on music. Like the Grammys? Or like, no? Uh, but more, the, the, I think the um, logic of why they call it this is because so many people vote. Like the Grammys. Oh, are, yeah. okay, you yeah, yeah, I'm with you now. Yep, I'm sorry. Yes. Matt, are you talking about the Triple J Hottest 100 I'm talking countdown? talking about the Triple J Hottest 100 countdown. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. good. Um, so. What, I think we should give context for people that might be from overseas. Please, if you could. Thank you. <laughs> what, were, you going, were you were you planning to do that or should I just say No, that? no, you, well, you're, you're the guy. Because I, like, I think of myself as, a, I'm a guy who talks to Australians. I can I can communicate with your every man in Australia. So you're trying to say you're a, a I, podcast racist. I don't, I can't. <laughs> if someone's listening in Taiwan, turn off is what you're saying. I'm, well, I wasn't thinking Taiwan. I was thinking, you know, like... Um, Maybe America or something like that. I feel like you can you can talk. You you've people. got the tongues. If you were like a biblical person, you'd be one of those guys well, doing the tongues. You you talk and everyone understands. I'm doing, the, be tongues. doing the tongues. I'm doing the tongues. Yeah, you're going down. <laughs> I love that. That's a great phrase. Yeah, doing the tongues. I'll be going down, doing the tongues. Oh, yeah. so so you did just I say did going say, down. But and I'm going to edit that bit out. I like it. Just have you saying it. Gladly. So That's do, my slogan. If you could going do, down, doing the tongues. If you could. Uh, go down doing the tongues uh, for our Bi- international listeners. Don't Biblically. enjoy any of this. <laughs> All right, so, so Triple J is, if you are from overseas or if you're an un-Australian person, is a um, Australia's largest national youth broadcast radio station. It's sort of government-funded. It's part of the ABC, which is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. And um, the Hottest 100, are you going to explain what that is? Yeah, I, I, can, I can talk about that. So, yeah, it's pretty much it's our largest um, youth music station that's sort of aimed between people that are, what, 16 to 35 kind of thing? That's right, yeah. That's the idea. I think it's even probably aiming even younger than that. Yes, maybe 12 to 30, yeah. to be honest, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, uh, it, do you know when it began? How far ago is The that? Triple J Hottest 100. Yeah. 100 years ago, I assume, because I that's why they call it the Hottest 100. <laughs> is it yeah. like the, maybe the late 80s or something? Yeah, late 80s, 89. Huh. Which was the same year that Triple J or Double J went national, became Triple J. Okay, so it used to be called Double J. Double J and it was Sydney only. So yeah, so it uh, the Hottest 100 began in 1989 after a Triple J staffer named Laurie Zion. Who was one of my lecturers at La Trobe University. No shit, that's great. That's cool. Tell me more about him because I don't have a lot on him. Oh, he's a great guy. He's uh, the head of journalism at uh, La Trobe University Bandura campus in Melbourne. He's a cool guy. I did a. His office number is uh, <laughs> level two. <laughs> I um, applied to do a PhD and he was going to be one of my co-supervisors, but oh. I decided not to do it. Oh, just, what were you going to be a doctor in? I was going to do a, a PhD about podcasts. Are you? I was going to write about it. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I twice applied. I want. I wanted a scholarship, so they'd pay you to do it. But I didn't quite get the scholarship. But I got. So I, I got a place, but they weren't going to pay me to do it. So like there would just be a. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can get like a wage from the government to research something, which is so dumb. I realised because come on, <laughs> does anyone need my podcast research? And yeah, Laurie Zion was going to be one of my co-supervisors and a very great guy. 
That's cool. That's so cool. So he, he I wish was... you were a doctor of podcasts. Oh, my God. And then, oh, like, we, so we could put that all over our podcast. Like, we have a doctor of podcasts on here. Yeah, I still might do it one day. I still could Please do it. Do. I've got the application and I can just fire it back in. And you've got heaps of content now to work on. Like, to... <laughs> No, now I've got the inside knowledge. Yeah. There really, there couldn't be many doctors of podcasting in the world. So you could get us, like, two more listeners. <laughs> yeah. Zion. Laurie Zion would Zion. have to listen. You'd have to listen. And I don't know, maybe, uh, no, nah, it's probably one. You get one more listener. It's but I didn't good. know that he well, started say. the Triple J Hottest One. Yeah, he came up with the idea. I knew that he used to be a, tr- a Triple J sort of broadcaster and he's made documentaries and stuff for the ABC. And he's a, yeah, cool guy that's been in journalism for so long. But awesome. Yeah, what a wow, cool thing to oh, man, I, hang out. I wish on. I'd know that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a guy lecturing you who's got something like that in their past. It would be hard not to bring that up. Yeah, you'd think so. It reminds me of the time when I started the world's largest <laughs> musical democracy. But I, that's, that is such a cool thing that he didn't have to go on about that. Yeah, that's true too. What a cool guy. What a geez, even cooler. And he knew that one day you'd find out. That's right, through the medium of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's got potential people. Someone sponsored me to do this goddamn PhD. We'll I start think a possible campaign. I've seen a couple of different things. We should. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Just to the government. The government can um, yeah. kickstart us. <laughs> I petitioned Malcolm Turnbull, the Prime Minister of Australia, to pay me a wage. <laughs> um, so he apparently, from somewhere I was reading, that he got the idea from a, a Brisbane community station. I think it was like 4 Z or something like that. And they, they had a yearly countdown called the Hot 100, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, so and it's quite hot, but not the hottest. But that's what, that's what the Triple J... Uh, one was initially called the Double J uh, Hot 100, or Triple J Hot 100. And the first uh, three years, it was all time. There was no restriction on the year that you uh, had to oh, vote so, for. So, yeah, you vote for, these days, it's for the previous calendar year. That's right. Your favourite 100 songs yep. from the country. But at the start, was it just of all time? So it was all time vote for year. the Beatles, vote for... Yeah, exactly. So Jimmy the fir- Hendrix, whatever, yeah. First year... Um, Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division was number one. And the second year, so that's 89, and 90 again was number one. Wow. Um, Then the third year, uh, Love Will Tear Us Apart was number two with a new song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, number one. Or, and so it went straight to be the greatest song of all time. Yeah, that's, but I mean, that kind of shows a bit of a fault with it because when you've got a um, an all-time countdown... And they've, they've done Old Time Countdown since then. There's always a few songs that are from that year. It's like, well, you really need to give songs a little bit of space before you call them best song of all time, right? Yeah. yeah I you think need to so. see I mean, how it ages. I feel like you're in the moment. Yeah. You're thinking, this is the best. Hang on. Fast forward six months. You're still going to love this? Yeah. I mean, you're going to love it, but is it better than Joy Division? Yeah. You need a, so what a, you some sort yourself? of a quarantine system. But as it turns out, um, uh, like 20 years later, they did another Old Time Countdown. Uh, smells like Teen Spirit topped it again. So, in that case, they, All right. they nailed it. But yeah, in other cases, like. But was it fairly similar year to year? Because I can imagine that every year, it's, well, can it change that much? It if it's did. Supposed yeah, that to was the all thing. Time? It was fairly repetitive. So I think that was one of the main reasons why they decided to. So maybe it yeah, up. maybe ninety one to one hundred changes a bit, but the top ten. Yeah, they they did switch around in positions a bit. Some songs, but yeah, for the most part, it was you know a pretty similar countdown. Um, yeah, so I guess that was 
that was one of the main reasons why they decided to make it a yearly thing instead, just because it was going to get monotonous. And I, you, and it, like in the end, it was a very smart decision because it, you know, people care about it, and it's like a little. Every one is a little. Um, it's like a time capsule. Yeah, it's it's cool to look back at the list of what what the top ten from every year was. Yeah, there's some fucking shit songs in every countdown. <laughs> I've looked through them all, and there's some pretty awful stuff. Like sort of joke songs. But there's still that... some great stuff as well. Yeah, there's songs that you just don't remember at all, don't have the staying power, and then other songs that are just classics that didn't rank as high as you might have thought. Yeah, anyway. Um, so what year was the first uh, Hottest 100 of the previous year? So they they after the first three, they had a year off. Um, bit of time to regroup. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They were like, they were sort of, bit of time to rework it, and then they did uh, the 1993 countdown was the first one, first yearly oh, count. Oh, 1993, so for the previous year. Yeah, for the uh, for the year of 93. Oh, okay, cool. So it was, and it's, the first one was actually counted down on the 5th of March, 1989, but now they do it yearly on Australia Day. Which is January the 26th, and it's sort yeah. of a bit of a popular thing to have a barbecue and listen yeah. to the... Hot 100, because Australia Day is an, a public holiday in Australia, so everyone, most people have the day off work. Yeah. Do you go, Do you know, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but how did they like collect all that data back then pre-internet? Are you going to go into yeah. that? Uh, I can, yeah, I'll talk. I, I don't want to No, no, I wasn't going to go down. into it, but that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, so. Because uh, now everybody just does it online, right? Yeah, it's all online now, um, but back then it was mail-in. Yeah, I was just going to say. So they, and did you have to list 100? No, you still the same as now. You vote for your top ten. Okay, um, and they they were told to write them on the back of an envelope, and it took months and months to collate the vote. Yeah, there would have been like a sp- you write them on the back of an envelope. Yeah, that was what they so said. people can see your votes. Yeah. It's not very secretive in that respect. Does it have to it? be secretive? You shouldn't be ashamed of your music taste. Australia Post are going, they're reading. They're looking going, at going, oh, what are you thinking? Bit of scoop. They didn't, but at the time, you know, when something like, they didn't know this was going to be big or anything at all. It was just like a, a fun project. But you know how in retail, like, it gets to the busy time of year and they put on Christmas casuals just for like those few months to, to help with the busy time. Do you reckon they employed people just to come in and, and take all that data and with that probably. They probably should have like a posty person not yeah. a posty person just like just a few extra people on hand at triple j to read all the votes and yeah, some interns some data input well yeah do you know how many how big it was when it first started true it wouldn't have been as big as it is now yeah, but it was, still it was way smaller now they're into the millions of votes but then it was it was nowhere near as big but they got apparently they got some quite funny um submissions submissions in terms of the medium that was used instead of envelopes like Apparently, um, someone sent in a, a canvas with it, them painted on their votes. Someone sent a sculpture <laughs> with it chiselled in, and then and apparently someone from someone uh, who was in prison sent um, sent ten uh, bodies cigarettes <laughs> with the with the votes written on the cigarettes. What a waste of cigarettes! Yeah, I know. Like that's like throwing money away. Can't they? Yeah, don't they barter with them? And yeah, idiot. He's just passionate about the music. Passionate. Good for him. Yeah, good on him. Presumably or probably him. a full bullshit story. But probably. you know what? I read it on the internet, so it's probably no, true. It's truth. 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 Truth on the internet. Preach. Um and so that that was the first time also that it was called the Hottest One Hundred, supposedly, was the the fourth one, the first yearly one. All right. Do you know the song that won that topped the first countdown? Ninety three. 
Is it the Cranberries? Come on, Dave. Uh, we no, were three. they were the following year. We were uh, three years old, Dave. Think back. What were you listening to when you were three? The only older one I know that one is the Cranberries Zombie. But... Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> zombie. We used to have to... We had a... In- Cranberries oh, actually oh. were number three in the first... In the 93 countdown. Must with uh, Linger. <laughs> we... It, that song... It, I used to think it was a great song until in, when I was in year seven, we... Um, Do you study it in music? Yeah, did you do it in music? Yes, I was going to Did you have to play it on guitar? So you had to, because it's only like four chords, the chorus bit, but we had a tone deaf music teacher who would sing over the top. Tone deaf music teacher, what's going on? It was so great. It's not good. Yeah, we studied it in year seven. I was going to say that. It's so weird. You guys are the same. We're the same person. Same person. Same destiny child. All right. So the first, well, the first song was a, it was a number one in 1903. It was a gimmicky song. It was a comedy song. Oh, is it I'm an Asshole? It was Asshole by Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Do you know that song? Yeah, do, that's, yeah. That was the number one song. Number one song. But I mean, that's the kind of thing that would come up, you know. Like, but they thought this has got legs. This is really good. Well, you know, at the time it was. This is it was quite a catchy song. <laughs> I think it sold pretty well commercially as well. But it, uh, number two was "Creep" by Radiohead, which is still seen as a classic. So, well, obviously that's only that's not quite as good as "I'm an Asshole." Yeah, no. it's like if you go through the top ten of that year. Well, I I think most of those are still seen as being pretty great. All right, what songs. else we got? Blind Melon, No Rain, great tune. Okay. Uh, the Breeders, Cannonball, Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name. Oh, I'm still. It's they're just no asshole, but please. Yeah, that's true. Well, I yawn. Can't, I can't go on because nothing's going to be asshole, is it? Asshole. I'm an asshole. Oh my god. Yo Yeah, so that was that was the first countdown. Uh, the Cranberries did top the the next one with Zombie. You'll be pleased to hear. Did you... Sorry, how does Zombie go? No, I'm not singing it. <laughs> I won't. Oh, I can't remember. I shan't. can't remember the tune. It's not good. I found this uh, this Latrobe University press release about a, an ongoing study they've been doing into um, trying to figure out characteristics of songs and artists that tend to do better in the poll. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is it? Is there a lot of joke songs and, and stuff in there? Relative to, um, to how songs chart in the ARIA, the normal ARIA charts, the popular chart. It is relative. So if it goes to number one in the Australian chart, yeah, it's more likely to be... This uh, Dr. Liam Lenton, uh, he... Could have been a colleague of mine. Could have been a colleague. <laughs> decided to, <laughs> decided to uh, avoid a career in academia. I love the idea of Dave as a doctor. Dr. Dave. Hold on, I'm trying to work out. So that, I would, how long would I have done now? I would have, I'd be going into my third and final year. Damn, I should have done it. I should have done it. Uh, it's, not, it's not too late, buddy. It's not too late. No, I could do it part-time over six years. I could become a doctor secretly. But now I've told people on a podcast. Yeah, but nobody... It's not a huge secret. Well, I mean, it is this podcast, so it is still pretty big secret. That's right. Because no one really listens. Hey, we do all right. <laughs> we do all right. We're doing hey, great. We've hey, we've charted. We've been in the top 20. Hey, that's thanks, right. thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. Oh, no. Yeah, that's Yeah, Matt's me. the ungrateful hey, piece of look, shit, but Dave and I appreciate No, I'm impressed. I'm actually impressed with the numbers. deprecating Right. No, you're a piece but of all of us, all I was doing was was telling our listeners that you were hurting people. You're hurting worthless. innocent people. Yeah, sorry everybody. Sorry everybody. Sorry everybody. <laughs> um, so what, what so does Dr. Liam at Latrobe say? These are the, some of the things they've found to be uh, advantageous to a song getting in the. Are the you trying out. to? Trying to write the perfect song to get in there. Yeah, I want to know the perfect song. Well, a comedy song is clearly the... F- De- Dennis comedy Leary song definitely You just helps. need one comedy song. There's been a bunch of comedy songs that have made it, um, but they, they didn't know that. They said um, 
promotion and airplay on the station is an advantage, which probably... Oh, yeah. These, these days, I, th- I feel like every song that is number one, it's always been something that Triple J have smashed all year, right? Not necessarily. I think what, I, what I've found is that um, often the number one song is a big crossover song. So Triple J will play them, uh, play the song a bit and that artist a lot, but not necessarily that song. I feel like sometimes it starts out on Triple J, then it gets really yeah. big. Potentially. Commercially, and then... Like and then Joy or something gets yeah. played on an, on commercials and it's just everywhere. And then, yeah, that's how it probably helps because it's just in everyone's minds. Because I think a lot of people vote in the Hottest 100 that don't necessarily listen to Triple J all the time. So And then I think there was that campaign last year to get Taylor Swift yeah. in there as a, as a joke, even I'm, though that Triple J's never played her. I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a bit. Ooh, Perfect. All right, so what else? How else do we get in the... So pr- promotion and airplay on the station is an advantage, but that feels like that probably goes without saying a bit. Yeah, um, they took three years to work that out. They, yeah. <laughs> no, it's ongoing. They're still, they're still checking it out. This has taken years and years. Um, they also said that um, playing on Triple J festivals, like in the past, Big Day Out and stuff, helped because that was their touring bands at the time when the voting's open. Oh, okay, cool. That's good. So that, like, it's they're in your mind. You've just seen them, and thousands of people go to festivals like Big Bill, the Triple J. Yeah, and also, I don't know if you guys do that thing where if you're going to a festival, you listen to the bands that are going to yeah. play at that yeah. festival because totally. you want to enjoy the music that you recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah you want to be more so familiar. Sort of, you, I don't know, you might become a fan of a band or more of a fan than something you, yeah, you wouldn't have previously if you weren't going to the festival. I, I, I definitely do that. Um, and yeah, I one of those festivals I go to a lot is Meredith, and that usually my votes is one or two Meredith bands, probably for that exact reason, I, I guess. Apart from the fact that Meredith just pick fucking sweet tunes and and uh, bands to play. Maybe this podcast now po- sponsored by Meredith. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine <laughs> um, Matt would just die. <laughs> He'd die a happy man. Uh, also, whether or not the song had featured as an album of the week during the year. Okay. They still do that on Triple J, album of the week? Yeah, and they go through and they like... They just flog it. And they talk about like, hey guys, this is blah blah from Powderfinger and we wrote this song when and then they play yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. So you get a bit of background, you get to know the band. The references we're giving make it sound like we've recorded this podcast 10 years ago. Big Day Out, Powderfinger. Powder <laughs> it was just the first like non-controversial band I thought of. <laughs> Well, yeah, and they're also... Um, well, I think they've got a great big history of being number one. Is this yeah, not right? Yeah, they're the only only band ever to top the chart twice. Oh. And in, and a, in, in a row, right? Years. Is that right? Yeah. That's and cool. Bernard Fanning got number one with his solo, solo song. Solo, a couple of years after that. So Bernard Fanning's had three number ones. Which song of Bernard Fanning's? I it? just want to wish you yeah, well. Nice. I was a big Bernard Fanning fan. Fanning fan. Fanning fan. I had like the sheet music. I used to play all these songs on piano. Oh, I'd, so sad. I used to That's pretend. Not sad. I love Bernard Fanning. Sad. I'd prefer if his name was Fernard Banning, but Beast. Just yeah, wouldn't we good. all? Wouldn't we all? That'd be nice. Maybe you could be a cover. Oh yeah, cover you should do like a tribute. Fernard Banning. Fernard Banning. <laughs> Probably already exists, I reckon. Um, they also found that early alphabetical ordering of the song name provides an advantage. Oh, because it's often a drop down these yeah. days, and you vote on the internet. So you go, you log on, you have to pick your your ten songs, and you hit a button and. Like songs drop down, you can yeah, that's right. Sort of scroll through them. So if you your song starts a, you with can A, pick them A, B, C, D, and just see oh the whole God. list of songs. Aardvark. Just but name then, your but, song Aardvark. But interestingly, they found that um, the band's name, which is also in it, you can also search alphabetically by band, 
Having a uh, having your band starting with a, a letter early in the alphabet doesn't help. It doesn't. No. Oh. So people, if they're searching for a band, I guess they're looking specifically. But if they're looking through songs, they're just going, let's have a let's have a have a browse, look. yeah. Because I feel got? like a lot of people just browsing. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Just browsing. Do you think like a lot of people they go in there all guns blazing? They're like. They know their top three, maybe, like, yeah. definitely. And then they're like, oh, I've got to pick seven more. And then there's a lot of songs they know, but they're like, oh. So then they just go, oh, eight, nine, ten, A, B, C, yeah. done. So those people get the pity pity votes. So if, you, if your song starts I'd with take A, it. you've taken the, the easy way out. I'd take the pity vote. Oh, yeah, totally. Big time. There's a, I think there's an, a, a federal senator, Australian senator, who got voted in basically because um, his party was sounded like the Liberal Party, but also... Um, they do a, like a ballot to see where you are on the ballot. Like that's all random. And he was first, and his name had lib- his party had liberal in the name. <laughs> so he's got in based on people not reading it properly and him being right at the Just start. Going, liberal done. Next. Now let's get a barbecue or whatever happens. Let's get a barbecue. That's great. <laughs> Get a sausage sizzle. Mm-hmm. What have we got to do today, hun? We've got to vote, then we've got to go to Bunnings and get a barbecue. Get a, get a barbecue. barbecue. We've got to get a gas bottle, we've got to set it up. <laughs> yeah, probably we've got just to listen the to the top 100. Just the sausage, all right. Okay. All right, mate. What else? So, because Triple J promotes local acts, that's part of their charter, Is and they have a whole month. I think November's Australian Music Month, which is just leading up to when the voting, voting opens. opens in December, late December. So... That helps lots of Australian acts get in. Every year, there's been more and more Australian acts getting into the countdown. It started off at about 25% in the first year, and then it moved up to, uh, in 2014, it was up to 59%. Wow. So, over half the countdown is now Australian. Because I'm fairly sure Triple J would have a in their charter, they have to play a certain percentage of Australian music. I don't know what the percentage is. Mm. So that's, well, that's, that's great. It's obviously working. Yeah, totally. And I mean, whether or not, I think there's something about that that's like, that's cool, that's great to give Australian bands leg up. It probably makes a countdown in terms of its legitimacy as a worldwide countdown. It shrinks that down a bit. You know, it's like you're saying this is a big worldwide poll. Just 60% of the favourite songs in the world are or Australian. Australian of, yeah. co- of course, that's right. Yeah. All those Argentinian people love Australian music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it makes it seem a little bit sillier. But... Um, I think it's great because they're bands that just wouldn't be heard otherwise, I suppose. You've probably heard about this over the years. There's always a bit of controversy that males tend to dominate the countdowns. Yeah, that's right. There's always... Um, it seems to be a preference from voters to go for male vocals especially, but even male-dominated bands. Although, I mean, you might say the voters do that, but there's probably a chicken and egg thing, right? Because... There's also probably more. Who came artists. first? Who came first, man, man or woman? We'll never know. Well, in the Bible, I think man. it's man, and then well, women, there you go. women gets made out of the the ribs. Yeah, it's scientifically proven that men are superior. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't. know You got that. bigger brains. You're stronger, smarter. We just sort of hang around until one of you marries us, and then uh... <laughs> one of us. <laughs> yeah, one of you. Oh, okay. Oh, Jeez. Fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> Women. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that there have been... F- what I did a trivia question once. That's what I do. I write trivia questions about the only four times that female singers have featured... Singers or musicians have featured in the number one slot. Really? Uh, yeah, only three times a vocalist. 
So it's the Cranberries. Cranberries was the only one with the, the lead, lead vocalist. vocalist. The other two was Gautier and Kimbra, which Kimbra had a you know a cameo featuring. And Great then, song though. Uh, Angus and Julia Stone. Yes. Well done, Dave. Well done, Dave. And also. Spider Spider Bait. Oh, Janet yes, on nice. That's right, but bass. bass guitar. On the bass. Yeah, but that's strange though. For, for something much. And only one lead vocalist. Yeah, that's kind of sad. But I say Julia Stone's probably a co-lead vocalist, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's true, but not. But her name does come second. Yeah. That's just Angus alphabetical. Yeah. I think that might be alphabetical. Julia and Angus sound sure. Or maybe, is he older? I don't know. Don't put the A's Well, you assume Julia. he's older because he's a man. <laughs> Check out the patriarchy over here. Because men always come mm-hmm. first. I told you that Adam was older than Eve. You have an older sister. <laughs> what? Do I? I do too. <laughs> do you <laughs> as well? Do I? Oh my God. Do people bet on it? Yeah. It's, it's, you can, can't you? It's quite big business. Yeah, it is. There's the favourite uh, for this year, which is going to have already come out. So The day before this is released. Um, is called uh, Major Laser Lean On, I think. Okay. That's seen as the strong the favorite. favorite. Yeah, cool. But what kind of odds are we are we looking at for if you were to bet on that? I think it's that one's coming like it's only paying a few bucks. Like it's a pretty strong favorite. Um, but it's weird. Uh, let's right? put money on it right now. That. There are people who know the result already. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy that um, you can bet on something that is already decided. Maybe we should put fifty dollars on it, and then the listeners will know whether we've made money or not by the time it's come out. <laughs> Yeah, good one. But I haven't even been paying attention. Do you know what the problem is? Like I, for the last few years especially, I've always had to work on Australia Day, so I haven't paid as much attention to it as I would like to. Do you have a favourite? Oh, hang year, on. Matt? King Kunta's into number one favourite. I'm I'm voting for that. King Kunta's at two fifty. Lean on two seventy five. Two fifty for Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I which mean, to me, I don't want to put down Kendrick Lamar. Like I know a lot of people like him, but to me, that sounds like in ten years that will be a joke song. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I really think so. Ah. Yeah, I think people will look back and go, yeah, well, remember, that was funny. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Let's listen back to this in 10 years. We'll meet on this very day in 10 years' time. I'll feel like a fool at 35. That album's album's topping yearly uh, critic charts over and over again. They're saying it's album of the year, it's the best album, critically acclaimed album. People love the album. Maybe I just <laughs> he's changing music with through his album, album. <laughs> with that album. Maybe I just don't get I just don't really get hip hop to be honest. You're very wise. I've got a bone to pick with hip hop. Um, interestingly, uh, did do you guys know how many hip hop songs? Because hip hop's obviously quite a popular genre on Triple J. Mm. How many hip hop songs do you think have been number one in the Hottest 100 countdown? Six. I can't think of any zero. Well, it's in between you two. It's one. Ooh. I think Dave was closer. I was uh, what was the big... What was the number one? Hip-hop. Hip-hop. I mean... Hip-hip? You're probably... Hip-hop? If you're thinking hip-hop, you're probably not necessarily... He's not the most hip-hop of hip-hop guys, but he's... Like, he is hip-hop. <laughs> All the same. I'm out. It was only a few years ago. Macklemore. Oh. Oh, yeah. You said that's a hip-hop oh, yeah. song. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So also a joke song, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a bit of a gimmicky song. I yeah, guess. maybe you jo- no, yeah, gimmicky is how gimmicky, I feel a bit yeah. like the King Kunter as well. Yeah. The, yeah, all right, look. Agree to disagree. Um Like I feel like that in like twenty years you'll be you'll it'll come on, you'll be like, Yeah, this is great, and your kid'll be like, What the hell is this? Which I yeah, feel like we probably of, said about a lot of Beatles songs. A lot of music. Or a lot of, you know. Well Dave, please. Have a little respect. <laughs> 
Sorry to discount Kendrick Lamar. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You guys know there's been a heap of spin-off countdowns? Like, they know they're onto a good thing. It's their highest rating day of the year and that sort of stuff. Oh, so do they, they do the two, 100 to 200 They or do, yeah. They they now do the, runner the ups. second 100, which is great. I often prefer that countdown because they're the sort of... They're the popular songs that have been the overplayed songs. What other spin-offs are there? Other spin-offs, they've had uh, the Hottest 100s of all time. They've done that a couple of times. They did it I feel like you need to say that more dramatically. Of, of all, all time. time. <laughs> in 1998, they did it, and in 2009. Um, and like I said before, it smells like Teen Spirit won it both times. So that I kind of like that idea of doing it every 10 years or so, kind of refreshing it. Yeah, you have a bit of time to... Yeah. Have some new songs, have some new people's opinions, yeah. They did a um, an Australian Albums Hottest 100 in 2011. Oh. And that was topped by, would you believe it? Back in Black. Powderfinger. Oh, Powderfinger. Oh. Odyssey number five. I'm happier with Powderfinger. Back in Black back was in number black. three. Oh, what was number two? Number two, Frog Stomp, Silverchair. Oh, okay. Living End, Living End, number four. Oh, and In I Excess Kick, End. number five. Um, the all-time countdowns. They changed a bit, in you know. I mean, it's it's fun to sort of see where over ten years, or in, in this case, eleven years, how the all-time countdown changed. So Nirvana stayed in number one spot both times. Dennis Leary in there anywhere? Uh, Dennis Leary, I don't think he was. No, Throw Your Arms Around Me came in at number two of the all-time countdown in '98. It also did uh, come in at number two in the original '89 countdown and the following year in 1990. So it was a big. Big song for um, Triple J and Double J listeners early on. But it started to slip in, in the all-time countdown of 2009. It only made number 23. Also, in 1998, in the yearly countdown, Paul McDermott unplugged from Good News Week. Hmm. Uh, he His version of Three Arms Around Me came in at number 31. When was that, sorry? In 98. Wow. Yeah. Fact. Do you know what I frequently YouTube? Because Paul McDermott... Has a great voice. He's a good singer. Good singer. And I frequently look up, there's a song that he did. Um, he did it at the gala one year. I can't remember what year it was. And it was just called S- Slow Ride Home, I think. And it's it's amazing. He's just got these, these guys come out and play with him and it's beautiful. So YouTube that. Sweet tip. Thank you. Sweet tip. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And then Pearl Jam um, in 98 in the all-time countdown came in at number three with Alive. And then 11 years later when they did the countdown again in 09, it slipped down to 25. So a similar sort of downward trajectory to throw your arms around me. So in 10 years' time, it might slip out of the top 50. Could do, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it makes sense because it's like it's drifting further back in your memory. Interestingly, some songs come um, get higher up. Like Oh, yeah, so you can improve. Yeah. Like a fine wine or cheese. Um, yeah, I was wondering if they could get any, like, I don't know, can a, a song gets better in your mind? Yeah. It, it, or is it used on a campaign or something so you remember it? What, mm. what does happen, like, uh, do you know the Foo Fighters Everlong? Yes. Oh, yeah. That, um, it was that a great song, and that's considered a classic. Yeah, that didn't even make its yearly countdown. In the Hot 100. Yeah, so the year that that, that wow. song came out, it didn't even make it... Um, so it was that was from uh, nineteen ninety seven, and yeah, it didn't didn't make it in anywhere. Oh. In two thousand and six, an acoustic version of it came in the yearly countdown at number sixty one. So it was starting to gain in popularity. Then in the two thousand and nine all time countdown, it came in at number nine. Top all, ten. All it just time. went. Str- 
So right into the top ten. Didn't make wow. its didn't make its yearly hundred, but it made the all time top ten. Far that's, out. That's really strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I think it's long been a favourite of fans, but it's just been building. It's got a great film clip as well. I think, oh, that's which great. Helps. Rage plays it a lot. It's a really great film clip. It's a Gondry film clip, I believe. So, and I think David Letterman requested it to be the final song played on did. his show. That's right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, yeah, so they're the they're the all time countdowns. They've also had so the Australian album one, um, but they also did uh, the most recent one of these that they did was uh, the twenty year countdown. So they the twenty years of the hottest one hundred. Um, so from ninety three to two thousand and twelve, you could vote for any songs released in that twenty year period. Oh right, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, so that was counted down in two thousand and thirteen, um, and the number one song in that. Ended up being Wonderwall by Oasis. Oh, wow. Uh, Today is going to be the day <laughs> oh, that oh, I got to throw it back to you. Foo Fighters Everlong was number six in that. so it's. I don't of, believe that anybody... That's not Everlong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes came in number two when it came in its yearly one at number three. Boom, 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 yeah, boom. It's crazy, boom, isn't it? So boom. it's just like songs, I think some songs slip slip out. Over time, they're seen as they've aged poorly and other songs become classics, you know, and sometimes it is because I think in one of the all-time countdowns, um, uh, Tiny Dancer made it. Hold me closer, Tiny <laughs> Dancer. And that was... Um, he never lets me get out more than a sentence. Probably wise, so but the, also frustrating. T- 2009 all-time countdown. <laughs> power I'm not through. Even, I'm just power through. Fully power, sorry, that's no, rough. Please go, do it. I think I'm going to edit out all the talking of this, and it's just going to be like a 15-minute episode of you seen. <laughs> oh, a medley. A medley. Great. Jess Medley. That was that's tiny. a real person. I met her once. <laughs> that brings, that, is that a person? I do Anyway. Um, so, Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer made uh, the all-time countdown at number 66, never having made any of the other countdowns before it, any of the all-time countdowns prior to that. And um, the, headlights the, theory, on the, highway. the theory on that would be because of the Almost Famous scene. Do you remember that scene in Almost Famous? Yes. That you had a busy day today. That gave that song a new life. It's funny when yeah stuff does that. Yeah. Also, the you know the Shins, the, yep. they their song "New Song" featured in Garden State. Oh, the Garden State was big, wasn't it? it was a massive and soundtrack. So it didn't feature in its year of release either. But in the 2009 all-time countdown, it came in number 72. 
It's like crazy when it misses its year but then gets in the all time. I think, well, I think you could say Zach Braff choosing that song for that movie and, it, it, yeah, it wasn't that big of a song until a few years after it came out because of that movie. It's interesting. So, yeah, they were the, they're sort of the spin-off ones. I'm, they're sure to do more of those in the future because I think they're great fun and um, they it normally is on a work day rather than a public holiday. It makes... Uh, Makes them go down so much sweeter for a work week. <laughs> love it. I fucking love Countdown so much, as you probably know. Any sort of list, I'm in it. Matt, oh, I'm you, into it. Matt, I want to tell the listeners about this. You have, um, you make playlists of songs on Spotify. Yeah, I'm a fucking wildcat. I just, but, uh, I make a wildcat. <laughs> I make playlists of songs on Spotify. But you do like crazy song, like um, here are fifty songs where they have a pause. Yeah, yeah. Like you have strange. Ca- what are some categories you've used? Uh, that's probably my favorite one. Pause is so good because when you're playing it and you. <laughs> but this ev- is a strange thing to bring all these songs. <laughs> so different genres, just a pause in the song and then it starts we, again. We did it because the first time we did the pause mix, it was with a group of friends and we all had to bring a pause song in. We No one knew what the pause song was. So you are a wildcat. And they, so we played them and we're drinking beers. It was New Year's Eve one year and it's it's just gone midnight. So we're. We're celebrating, and and to celebrate, we put on the pause mix. <laughs> are you, are you all waiting we're for standing him? in a circle around the music um, outside of, in, in country Victoria, and every time a song came on where there was a... Or every song, every, every song. song did have a pause, but every time the pause happened, everyone just yelled, Pause! <laughs> pause! <laughs> How good was that pause? It went forever! What, but you didn't and even listen one... to the pause. You filled the silence I with the noise. The yeah, but it was Losing the effect of the pause. And then one, one of the guys, uh, Rhino, he, uh, he chose a song that he swore had a pause. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Are you telling me that he didn't listen back to confirm the pause? He, he's, oh, like, he's like, the live version has a magnificent pause, and he's played the studio version. No pause. No pause. So it was it a print got, song. So it got to the end, and you were like, where was the pause? Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I swear there was a pause. That's so great. Yeah. Rhino. Bloody love a playlist. Um, you do. A friend who also is into it, Dan, he, he's done ones that are like, he, he's a more obscure, like he, I couldn't think of any of this one. He's like, songs where the singer's eyes are slightly uh, too close together or something like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I don't even know where that, how do you, where do you like. Where do you draw the where line? Where do you draw the line? <laughs> do you have to measure that? Is it a per- so percentage of photos? <laughs> that one did not take off. He, I think he, he put one song on yeah, it. Yeah, I reckon he had one, he one had idea and he was like, well, there you go. Balls in your court. <laughs> what does that even mean? Anyway, um, and then what else? Is, is if you are out there and you know a singer whose eyes are too close together, please tweet yeah, us a picture. Tweet. Yeah. <laughs> and what song would you choose for the playlist? Let's for, get it. That's right. We'll get it happening. Spotify. We'll get Dan's playlist off the ground. It also feels like a slightly mean-spirited playlist. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not about the music. It's about this weird-looking person. But he's like, the songs have got to be great as well. Oh, so that's just too hard. Cowbell is a good one. That's oh. Classic tunes with cowbell. Hand clapping. Like, these are, like, lots of songs have hand clapping. Mm-hmm. But they're probably more common ones. But, yeah. Fuck, I love a fucking love a playlist. You're a bloody wildcat. You are, mate. Wildcat. Settle down over here, champ. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I will not settle. One of the big news items about the Hottest 100 in recent years was the Tay-Tay controversy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You guys familiar with that? Am I familiar with a Tay-Tay? Yes, yeah, so oh, you yeah, s- you've seen Taylor Swift live. Yeah, not by choice, but... 
Oh, like, come on. What do you no, mean like, not by choice? What do you I'm ha- not a huge fan. You accidentally paid $300 I to didn't get a pay. seat. My friend had a spare ticket. Not by choice. And she'd been given the tickets. Did uh, you offer to pay? Gift. What? Well, she'd been given oh. the tickets. She didn't pay. But yeah. from who? That's great. An That's ex-boyfriend. The kind of... They broke up after he'd given her the tickets, so she had two free tickets. Oh. She's like, you're coming with me. And I was like, do you want to take somebody who really wants to go? She's like, no, I think it'll be funnier to take you. I think... I, I'm up for anything like that, especially if it's oh, great. And it I, was great. It I was bet she put a, on a great show. It was show, a great show, but I'm. I, but there was a girl in front of me, like nearly fainting. She was in tears at one point because Taylor Swift was in the same, it, breathing the same air. And I was just like, "Yeah, shake it off, it's fun." In, All right, we done. Similar situations. I've seen Nickelback. Yeah. I've seen Michael Bublé. Where did you Boobs see? would be great. Nickel, Nickelback, <laughs> Both really? Both at Rod Laver Arena. Was, I want to know what Nickelback was like. Were they actually all right? I, I was. Just I just spent the boobs would be great, and neither of you noticed. Boobs would be great. <laughs> well, that at the end too. <laughs> imagine. Oh man. Matt is simulating a chest full of breasts. A chest full of breasts. Oh no. So no, He's was, done was it again. Nickelback, all right. Nickelback, like because they get a lot of shit, but I think it's probably a little too much now. I, yeah, I agree. I think they've they've definitely tipped too far over the. It's just like the easy target thing, which is always a bit annoying. But yeah, they they were fine. Like whether or not you think their music's much good, that's up to you. I would say that it is not as shit as like as people the, want you to believe. Yeah. But it is pretty shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they say stuff like "I want your pants around your feet" and stuff like pretty that, good. it's pretty. I mean, that's it's romantic. You get behind that. So anyway, yeah. Oh, so the Taylor Swift controversy. Mm. So in in the 2014 poll, there was a social media campaign to get. Uh, Taylor Swift into the Hottest 100 with her song "Shake It Off." And this was, and, I stay out too late. And it wasn't just people uh, talking about pain. that are big fans of Taylor. Was it was more of a shit stirring thing, right? It was a bit of both. I think there were definitely people who were into it, but there were also yeah, it was people who were like, like let's, "Let's hijack this countdown." Yeah, let's and make a song that Triple J would never play because it's quite an alternative station. Yeah, it kind of is, but the countdown is always got yeah, but it's, it never it doesn't have like beat. Uh, Rihanna or Lady Gaga or things like that. Does no, it? Okay. One Direction, Justin can, Bieber. Can I? I was going to do this later, but I'll do this now. Um, here are some surprising songs that have made it into the countdown over the years. All right, okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you whether I'm surprised. Okay, great. Let me know. Your eyebrows will tell us, Dave. You've early got a very on, expressive face. When were you born again? 1990. 1990. So you might us. not be familiar with some of these early songs. These ones are from 1993. Um, KD Lang, Constant Craving. Just from KD Lang, I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know who she is, but I don't know the song. Okay, I'm surprised that that made it. Uh, 1993, also, uh, in at number 29, Ace of Bass with All That She Wants. All that she wants is another baby, and he's gone, gone tomorrow, and all that she wants I don't know the song. another baby. baby. Still is <laughs> Sorry, this is not helping. It was a, like Do you a, know that song? A Scandinavian... No, I know who Ace of Bass okay. is. Sure, haven't we talked about that before? Anyway. Uh, again in 1993, at number 78, East 17 with Deep. I don't know the song, but East 17. Mm-hmm. Those are like a boy band. Yeah. They were yeah. a pre-Backstreet Boys boy band. 94, Kylie Minogue, Confide in Me. I mean, that was kind of a cool song. Also in 1994, Tom Jones. Okay, I'm surprised. If I only knew I'm surprised. I could do to make you, make you love me, make you, make you love me. I'm surprised. Yep. That was top 10. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. great. <laughs> they came in number nine. Uh, 1995, TLC, Waterfalls. Don't go chasing Oh, this is going to be so hard to listen to. <laughs> uh, Waterfalls is... 
<laughs> she just looks so offended. Oh, it's so good. She was so offended. But it's going it's gonna be because of that thing, which is um, what we were talking <laughs> no, about off air. Backpedal, backpedal. It's because people hate listening to people who can sing. I so, cannot sing. If you were gonna like, I'm fucking about, and it's like, look at this dickhead. He's been a fuckhead. I'll let it. I'll let it pass. I'll let him do a Tom Jones impression. But she can sing. Take it elsewhere. <laughs> Not on the podcast, sister. I think when you listen back to this, you will go. Oh, no. No, no, no. She can't <laughs> sing at all. My mistake. <laughs> um, Play stick to the rim. I am so, and I'm, I'm not, I'm a bit surprised about TLC. Yep. Yeah. Um, Gonna have a your way or nothing at all. What else? Uh, 97, number 11, Smash Mouth Walking on the Sun. Really? Might as well be walking on the sun. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, and 11 as well. Yeah, that's high. <coughs> uh, in uh, 97, uh, Kyle Minogue again, did it again. Did it again. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised. Yep. Did it again. That's surprising. Uh, 99, in, in 1999, Madonna, Beautiful Stranger. Beautiful Stranger. Yeah. And yeah. 2000, again, Madonna with music. Wasn't that, but wasn't Beautiful Stranger in like um, an Austin Powers? Austin Powers, yeah. yeah. That was probably... That might be why. And he was in the film clip. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why I remember it, yeah. Do you remember what music is? Her, her song what, do I know what music is? <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt. Matt, have you been listening to the last hour of the show? <laughs> I am music. By, the song by Madonna, Music. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that... Um, yeah, I do know that one. Well, it's not music. No, um... I reckon that could, that could be a somewhere, small clip from it. Somewhere in there, she says music. music. <laughs> she says at one point, music, music. <laughs> yeah, so they, they were all, I, I went through and skimmed through and they were all... They were standouts. Standouts to me, but there were heaps of songs I hadn't even heard of. But other, like, Kyle and I got another song in, but it was a duet with Nick Cave, which sort of makes it oh, yeah. make more sense. Um, yeah, he made her cool. But what about yeah. um, the Taylor Swift thing? What did they decide on that? So um, Triple J. So it was. It became a hashtag, which was trending in a big way. Uh, hashtag Tay for Hottest One Hundred, and companies like Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed kind of started, and KFC jumped on board and had promotions around it. Um, well, buy a piece of KFC and vote for Taylor Swift. Well, they afterwards. said tell, tell us uh, something about tell us why you'd wanted to vote for Taylor Swift with this hashtag and KFC hashtag and we will give you a... A bucket of chicken. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, it built up a lot of momentum. Triple J didn't comment on it until the morning of the countdown. They were just, like, basically giving it the no comments, um, which is is what not commenting is sort of another way of saying that. (laughs) So they didn't comment. um, Thanks for explaining that to our international listeners. They were giving it the no comment sort of answer. In, in which they terms. decided against commenting. Yeah. Am I t- led to believe that... Sans comment. Sans Am I led com- to believe that no comment was made? Nien commenting uh, made. More or less, Dave, yeah. More, more or, or less, less, yeah. More or less. I mean, you're simplifying it a bit there, but... Well. Classic Beyonce. Um, but then on the morning of the countdown, just after the countdown started, they released a, a website, um, which was a, a spoof of a bub- BuzzFeed website with a listicle. And it was called Eight Hilarious But Totally True Reasons You Won't Hear Shake It Off in the Hottest 100. 
and they so they listed the eight reasons. They were um, don't number one, don't BuzzFeed the trolls. As well as being the internet's <laughs> primary source of cat gifts, BuzzFeed also is an international media company worth approximately eight hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. The attempt at shaking their hashtag weight around to d- directly influence a publicly voted music poll started as a bit of a joke between myself and a few colleagues to teach those music snobs a lesson. That's a quote from BuzzFeed. Whilst their advertisers enjoyed the sweet page views, it's not legit for other media to try and troll the poll. That was reason one. So nice. there's eight of these reasons. And they've got gifts and stuff. So it yeah. made it look much like that. Uh, number two, haters going to vote, vote, vote. <laughs> and as, a, um, as a result, it became pretty clear pretty quick that a lot of people just wanted to prod some hipsters for the lols. So that was another reason. That was yeah, just I felt that it was. Yeah. They said, number three, do we really want to talk about it every year? They're saying if, if we let Taylor Swift in, then next year, which has happened that anyway, there's a Bieber. Oh, people are trying to do it people again. People are trying to get Bieber in. But they were saying if we let Taylor Swift in, it's just yes, going to happen ruin, every year. Ruin, and it's yeah. Gonna, ruin it. Um, number four, not every KFC idea is a good idea. <laughs> so the Hottest 100 is an opportunity for individuals everywhere to cast their votes for their for reals favourite songs of the year. The invitation doesn't extend to fried chicken companies eager to wrap their greasy fingers around a freshly minted hashtag. Oh, a burn. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's going for the burn. So whilst a chance at some free battered chook is tempting, we'd prefer it if people voted for the love of music, not for the love of cholesterol. Oh, that's great. Cop that last, last time KFC came up with a great idea, this happened and they show the uh, what's the one where bur- the bums oh, are chicken. So disgusting. Oh, yeah, that's right. So instead of buns, you had chicken holding the chicken burger together. Yeah, yeah. That was a photo. I just read out a photo. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it could be done, but you did it. You did it. Um, You did it. (laughs) Number five, more like TK for Hottest 100. I said 18-year-old Adelaide rapper TK Meidzer made it into the list at number 100. Uh, If Taylor Swift was in, she would have been bumped out. So they're like, what about her? It's a bit unfair sort of thing. That's cool. They, although they overstated a bit, I think, maybe. They said, you know what that would be? It'd be a travesty. Okay, well, she travesty made it to 100, so let's yeah. not... Yeah. They said, number six, 13,511 more reasons. Taylor Swift got played on Triple J a total of zero times in 2014, adding to her cumulative, cumulative total of zero plays since we started as a radio station in 1975. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, some of those years she wasn't born, so it's a pretty ridiculous sort of, you know... <laughs> Luckily, other Australian radio stations picked up the slack and played Shake It Off 13,511 times and counting since it was released in August. If we included... Oh, there's another photo. (laughs) I'm going to read it anyway. If we included every song we never played on our website shortlist, it'd be as big as this comically large cat. (laughs) And is it a picture... Wait, is it a picture... Of a, of a rather large cat. That is a large cat. <laughs> that is the a... nurse holding that cat, or vet nurse for, probably, presumably, looks, uh, lo- looks in pain Yeah. from holding that comically large that's, cat. That's quite a big cat, but I have, comically seen, a, I so? have seen a tiger. Oh, me too. So I wasn't going to read all these out because this does feel a bit tedious. Number seven, I'm number one, so why try harder? And that's saying after all the tweets, etc., and trolling and everything, uh, corporate... Intervention, uh, Shake It Off still only got enough votes to become number 12. Oh, right. I was going to ask if they ever released if it was going to be number one. Wow. Yeah, which is interesting. So they said, they're basically saying on that one, they're like, still, with all that stuff, still didn't beat Chet Faker. 
because he got thousands more votes. That's kind of cool. And uh, Very t- cool. T- t- number 12 is pretty, pretty good. I mean, yeah. I didn't really... I was just like, oh, whatever they decide. I don't really give a fuck. It's their countdown, whatever. Do you reckon there's ever just been like one vote in it between, say, number one and number two? There hasn't been, but I could, I'll tell you soon oh. the closest ever between one and two, and it was pretty close. Cool. Um, but normally it's hundreds or thousands yeah. of votes, but yeah. Uh, and then the final, the eighth reason was, I mean, I think you're stretching to call this a reason, but it's, we ain't even mad. That's reason number eight. They're saying, to be clear, Triple J doesn't have a beef with Taylor Swift. She's smart, she's cool, she's successful, and she has great taste in BFFs. I get a photo of her with Lord. Aww. She's funny, yeah. It's like Lord and another huge international yeah. pop star. They're happy to play her, but anyway, whatever. It's like it's an interesting line where you draw the yeah between two pop doesn't need it or whatever. Too commercial, and yep. Well, I think the line is probably just whether you play it on your station or not. But not necessarily because they've also had songs make their countdown in the past that never got played as well. That is, the, and they even say it on their website that you can vote for songs that haven't been played. It's not huh. an issue. So that it's. They played Lord be- because she wasn't big when they started playing her, I guess. So yeah. they maybe they see her as their own. But what, but if people had just voted for Taylor Swift without the huge push... Yeah, then they would have had no way of... It would have been a lot harder to justify pulling it. And would they have, though? They, should, I, they, sh- they would say they wouldn't have. But, I mean, there would have been no publicity about it. People wouldn't even know. True. I guess some people inside there would know. But I, I'd say they they would play it. I mean, that's why they've played Madonna in the past yeah. and stuff because there was that's no... That's what people vote for. Yeah, there was that's no hashtag for. for Madonna. She just um, got the votes. So I, re- I reckon they definitely would. Mm. And they, they do put in... There are heaps of really commercial songs that mm-hmm. get in that don't get a lot of Triple J play. It's just, yeah. I, I think it's it makes sense to me because... I think the main one is if they let it in, it, the countdown would get hijacked. Every year it'd be more of those things until it was just like unrecognizable and they'd have no control over it. It'd just be <laughs> Twitter would decide. Yeah. Hashtag get do going to the Triple J Hottest 100. Ep- it's a long hashtag. Episode six of our show or whatever. That's a really long Try hashtag. Try get that in the top Are you st- Is this still on the one hashtag that everything you're saying? It's a long hashtag. I haven't even signed off. I don't even yet. think this that's enough. Still part of the hashtag. That, you got too many characters. Stop typing now. That's yeah, too that, many characters. That's going to be a three or four parter. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Triple J will listen well, then. Don't, please don't tweet that on our account. Please, Dave. If you tweet it, we will delete it. Tweet it, delete it. Hashtag, if you tweet it, we will delete it. Yeah, that you can hashtag. End hashtag. You've got to sign off your hashtag. You don't have to write end hashtag. No, you, when no, you, you the pause means, in this case... Put that in your playlist. Put that in your and smoke it. What? I don't even know what that means. Um, and then I they finished with this, which is always it feels like a. I hate I hate when people um, if someone's upset about something. I hate when people say stuff like this. They go, now it's time to take a breath. Remember, there's a lot of other shit going on in the world, and just enjoy the tunes for what they are. You know, and there's, there's a lot of. I'm upset about this. And I also am, aw- and I know there's bad stuff happening, and I'm yeah. also worried about that. But I'm a le- like, don't tell me I can't have an opinion. Be worried about this anyway. Yeah. Also, if you think about that all the time, what's the point in voting for a shitty music yeah, account? What's right. the point in doing anything? Ever? There's yeah. a lot of bad stuff going on in the world. I think the point don't is like waste your time voting. Your battles. <laughs> yeah, collaborate. Like you know, shortlisting songs. Put, yeah. Don't spend four hours making a top ten for the music. It's of the like year. It's, I think it's kind of like pick your battles. Like yeah, get get fired up over you know. 
really important causes, but it's just a list. Like, just oh yeah, I, I I have no problem with them um, taking it out, shaking yeah. it off, shaking it out, whatever. Um, interestingly, in two thousand and two, uh, Triple J hosts uh, Will Anderson and uh, Adam Spencer had their own sort of push to get a song into the countdown. Yeah? Shocked by that? Yeah, look at these eyebrows. What? Uh, what? what was the song? I actually don't know this so, at all. So, um, in 2002, uh, these guys were the Breakfast Hosts, and they created a fictional metal band named Salmon Hater, and they gave the band... <laughs> That's really good. They gave the band a history, including that they were um, from the hills of Glenelg in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And that they were part of the South Australian fish metal scene, (laughs) (laughs) which included bands such as Trout Destroyer. Um, And they they came up with the name of uh, Salmon Hater's first single, which was 6.66, one hundredth of the number of the beast. (laughs) Adam Spencer's a big mathematician. Yeah, he's a real nerdy guy. Um, And then... uh, (laughs) Not long after they were joking about that on air, just, you know, talking shit, they um, got a CD on their desk that had been sent in without them asking for it. Someone had gone out and record, written and recorded the song 6.66 is one hundredth of the number of the beast. And so they played it a few times on the show and then started joking about how the, they sh- the uh, listeners should vote for it in the Hottest 100. And they did, and it came in at number 26. Yeah! <laughs> wow, I didn't realise that. That's really... See, that's fun. That's more fun because it's part of the the station. The, yeah, that's fun. The station bore the song, not... And it, and total, I, I, I like I, that. I agree with that as well, but it doesn't tick all the bo- those eight boxes that they had. Like, it still pushes out TK Mindset from 100 position, right, for a joke song that they made up for fun. So oh, it's yeah. still sort of... It's still going against something, but that was also hey, a long... Uh, that was 12 years ago. I just want to say, Matt, take a deep breath. Think about There's a lot of shit going on in the world. Just <laughs> so enjoy I the tunes. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, there is, isn't there? Oh, my God. <laughs> Even in 2002, apparently there was shit going on in the world, so... What am I doing on this fucking podcast? I Sorry. should be out healing people. With your magic powers. I'm going to get a doctorate of podcastophy, <laughs> and I'm going to heal people. I still, like, for a long time, I'm like, if you're a doctor, it's medical. You're a medical... Doctor, you can't be a doctor. You people doctor who say they're a doctor. If you call yourself doctor something, I'm like, it, it needs to be. I reckon too. I, if I had a doctor, I don't think you I'd call myself Dr. But my, uh, my chiropractor That's... doesn't even use his doctor title because he's scared that like he'd be on a plane and somebody would be like, Dr. Nelson, help us. This is somebody's having a heart attack. And he's like, I have basic first aid. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a chiropractor. Is his I back can, okay? <laughs> I can crack his back pretty yeah, good. I can line him up good, but I cannot save his life. It is It is. Total, like, why do you need it anyway? It's funny when people, because, like, we were talking about with um, monarchy and stuff, sirs, knights of the mm. um, the order of Australia and stuff, so you get to choose whether or not you use the name. Do you reckon you'd use sir? If I was a sir? Yeah. Big if time. I was elderly and respectful. Sir David Warnicky. Do you get to choose if you... Yeah, Because people would refer to you as Sir. You don't have to. I wouldn't say, hey guys, I'm can, Sir David. You can opt yeah, out. You couldn't be Sir Dave. It'd have to be David. There's no reason that you have these things apart from going around going, people who like find Filling your... Out send out your um, <laughs> telephone bill. Yeah. Oh, this is for a... Sir. Sir. Sir Matthew Stewart. <laughs> no, you could be... You made could some be a, calls. You could be a dame. Dame's not as good. Have they gotten rid of that yet in Australia? Dame. 
Dames and sirs. I oh, know Abbott brought it back, but surely oh, that it was going to be taken away. You again. know when, uh, like, as as a doctor, it's prestigious to be doctor so and so. But if you're a surgeon, it's back to Mister. Yes. Yeah. And the they're like, you go, you rank if, but if you if you call a surgeon doctor, they'll correct you and be like Mister. But then how do how do people know? How do they differentiate? You just your male know. just says Mister. It's yeah. not all. It's not spelt what, differently. What they do is they look at the Maserati in your driveway uh, and they realise that you. This is probably a surgeon. Are a, a wanker. He's a surgeon of podcasting this is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Slicing and dicing lols. It's <laughs> pretty good. Don't give me that. Um, so the Salmon Hater song came in at number twenty-six, it, and it came in ahead of songs like the songs that the handful after that were by bands like the Vines, Silverchair, Body Jar, and the Hives, like all these big bands. It'd be so weird. Wow, so weird. I'm impressed. It's not that weird. I'm like happy. if you take a deep breath, you'll realize it's not that weird, <laughs> and that course. weirder things are happening. <laughs> Wow, I never thought about this in the context of the world. <laughs> um, bloody hell, this is... It's, it's pretty funny. hard. It's actually hard to be impressed by anything once you start thinking about that. Yeah, that's right. It's like, and we're all just going to die, you know? <laughs> like, um, Jess, I hope you don't mind if I end on fun facts. I know this is kind of your thing. No, it's but I, I like it's, that it's It's really spreading. started becoming a thing on, for yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's just a nice way to end. Okay, so I'll hit you with some. We'll you, call them the Jess Perkins fun facts. Yeah, JPF. F. JPFF. Now, and I also, I want to bring this in. I've just sorted that then. I want, I'll tell you the fact. I'm not going to say they're fun facts. I want you, Jess, to tell me whether or not it's a fun fact. Love it. Fun or unfun. Got oh, it. wow. Uh, be but, brutal. No, yeah, don't. you've got to be, you've got I'm to be honest. A little I bit don't, brutal. I don't. If these are all fun, then I'm, I'm out. Okay. This is the last podcast I'll do. All right. You've got to be honest with me, Dramatic. Jess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to respect my intelligence, please. Wow. Okay, first fact. Mm-hmm. The longest average duration of songs in the Hottest 100 was 4 minutes and 16 seconds in 1995. And the shortest average duration of songs was in 1998 with 3 minutes and 38 seconds. Interesting. Not fun. Not fun. Well, okay, there's a benchmark set. Well, it's interesting, but I, I wouldn't tell it at a party, you know? I wonder if in the background we've got Sammy J and Randy rehearsing. I'm just going to do a quick... They, they're a musical act. I wonder if Sammy J's ever charted in the Hottest 100. No results. Is that a fun fact? No. No, okay. Another fact. In 2006, with their song Wake Up coming in at number 53, The Living End made it into the countdown for the 10th year in a row. That is pretty fun fact. Only band ever do that. I did like Living End. I did like that song. Suicidal Education. And there's so they they've got the record for that. There's been a bunch of other bands that have um, been in consecutive years. Dave Grohl, which over different acts, made it in nine times between '93 and 2001. Whitlam's made it in seven years in a row between '96 and '02. Damn. Regurgitator between '95 and '01 made it seven times, and something for Kate also made it seven times between '97 and 2003. These are very facty. Not that fun. Okay, great. All right. Again, interesting, interesting but you're, you're missing the point of the fun facts, which is the fun bit. Right. Come on, Matt. These are just facts, up. which Bring has been the, the whole show. I mean... Now these need to be fun. Uh, you have just written facts. You haven't written fun? Okay. All right. So I was aware at uh, <laughs> 3 a.m. this morning. Um, in 2005, Wolf Mother had six tracks in the 100. 
Wow. Really? 6% of the count. What were they? Do you know? That is still a record. It was pretty much half their... It's half their album, yeah. Album. Let's not name them. Let's not name them. All right, let's not name them. I thought you wanted fun facts. I wanted to sing them, that's all. Um, There's been seven foreign language songs that have made the countdown over the years. 99 Luftballons. (laughs) Nine. Very good. Uh, What what are some foreign language ones? I haven't heard of... Uh, half of these. Okay, name some oh, ones no, you have I've, heard I've, of. I've heard of half of these. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know this one. Uh, Agalo by Angelique Kidjo. Nope. Came in at number 99 in 1994. Don't and know. the language is Yoruba, which I don't Yoruba. I'm not, I don't know any of these things. Uh, in 2000, so that was the only one in the whole 90s that uh, was foreign language. In the 2000s, there's been a few more. Rammstein's Lynx. Two, oh, yeah. three, four. I was surprised. Duhast didn't seem to appear anywhere, which is surprising. And that was a German song. Came in number 17. Camille, French singer. Tadouleur. That's probably not right, but it sounded French. Came in number 29. <laughs> I think that's the one that goes... Oh, is that racist if I'm mumbling the French words? Oh, alrighty. <laughs> Sigur Ross's Gobbledygook. Came in at number 93. Okay, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. If you can't pronounce the words, don't just make them up. Him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Gobbledygook, which is a real song by Sigur Ross, uh, came in number 93 in 2008. It's Icelandic. Oh. Yeah. It's a word in... Um, I don't think it is. Um, so, yeah, there's something. It's not that... I'm, I'm going to cut you off right there. Not fun. In 2002, Dave Grohl was involved with 10 tracks in the 100. Wow, because he's Queen's of the Stone Age drummer as well at the time. Queen's of the Stone Age drummer who had um, five songs in the canon, four songs with Foo Fighters, and one with Nirvana. Wow. Because Nirvana had a greatest hits release that year with a, a new Oh, a new track. song. Yeah. Oh, wow, 10%. Dave Grohl, what a. 10%. That's what a guy. Good. That's great. Um, I was telling you That was fun. That was a fun fact. Yes. You All right, so that's two fun facts. How many to become a list of fun facts? You need one more, I reckon. Yeah, I one, more, one more, okay. It actually has to be fun. I think you might love this one. I better. Probably won't. So I was saying before our thrift shop was the only uh, first I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. Yeah. I'm running. Looking for a hum up. This is fucking awesome. So that was, that was the first and only uh, hip-hop song to make number one so far. Mm-hmm. Before that, there was a few songs that made number three. So they were all the equal highest. They were... Coolio's Gangster's Paradise oh, what a great in 95. Song. Gorillas featuring D-La Soul with Feel Good Inc. in 2005. Also I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And Hilltop Hoods three times have been number three. Ah, oh, that hurts. In uh, <laughs> With High Road, Chase That Feeling and Cosby Sweater in 06, 09 and 14. Mm. I was going to say it was interesting. I didn't want to show that. That is, is that? Mm-hmm. Three times for three. That's pretty, that's kind of fun. All right. I guess it's fun. Well, you have it. That's the third fun fact. Third yes, fun. made it. Um, I'll really give fun. you... There's just a couple more here. Get through. One of them answers a question of Jess's earlier. Oh. 
Hopefully that's fun. Um, but firstly, um, there's been, we were talking about this before as well, there's been many instances of songs making the countdown without any Triple J airplay, according to this article I read. <laughs> uh, although there are no real records of songs that were played on Triple J in the 90s. Now they've got, there's websites like JPlay and stuff, which tracks it all. But um, it's believed that Alanis Morissette was never played on Triple J. And in 1995, she had three songs in the countdown. You ought to know. No. Hand know in my pocket. I know it. I'm not, not, not singing. I can't do a lot of small And <laughs> All I Really Want. Uh, you two reportedly reached number 40 with Elevation, despite not getting any air play in 2001. Wow. Elevation. Oh, so you'll sing you two, but you won't sing Alanis. Um, in 2009, the Foo Fighters... <laughs> Came in at number 100 with uh, their song Wheels, which was like a bonus track of their greatest oh. hits or something, and that was never played. And then apparently, which doesn't sound right to me, but apparently in 2014, Sia's Chandelier was never played on Triple J. I'm not going to do it. I thought you were going to sing Chandelier. No. I can't hit that note. We'll do the bit without the note. It's all that note. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. All right. No. Without a few. Chandelier. Nope. Like See? No. She knows the limits, though. I think Evan just probably cried downstairs. Here's the final fact. And this All right, one, this better be fun. I think it's fun. So, Jess, you asked before what the closest yeah. um, between one and two was. This happened in 2007 when hot favourite Straight Lines by Silverchair was pipped. At the post. At the post by only 14 votes. Wow. That 14. Is 14. That's not many at all. Yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't have voted that year, so I could have made that 13. Do you know what it was? No. It was Muses Knights of Sidonia. Oh, that's Muse a great is pretty great. But is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. Yes. That was fun. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. 14 votes. Stuart, Stuart. So. He's fist pumping. Stop now. Do you reckon that? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, that was... That was a pretty loose episode about things on uh, on and about the Hottest 100. Any further questions? Do I have any questions? Well, by the time this comes, my question is, what will be number one for 2015? By the time we come... <laughs> by the time what I come out... What just to your face? <laughs> I just, my, he broke I, on I, come. Oh as soon as come came out, he broke. Uh, do I have any questions? <laughs> yeah. Where do you get off? <laughs> Question one. Uh, my only question remaining is, what will be number one for 2015 when it comes out the day before this is released? So everyone Yesterday. who... You can, if you're listening to this, you can Google, you can find out if Kendrick Lamar's joke song, King Kunta, made number Not one. Not a joke song. I'm, I'm surprised it's favourite now. That's pretty cool. Um, Am I too late to get in, do you reckon, if I put something on YouTube tonight to get into the Hottest 100? I reckon I could. If you put something on YouTube tonight. (laughs) So just Google uh, Hottest 100 for 2015 and see if Jess Perkins made the 100. We're going to find out. Without hashtag help, it's going to be tricky. Nah, I reckon I can do it. I've got a following. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Which note? Give us a note, Jess. (laughs) On that note... Right there. Thanks very much for listening. Matt did do, did go on about a topic that I feel like you had a bit of passion for, so that was good. A little bit. A little no, bit. not like you and the Queen. Nothing like that. But I oh, know. Well, love you, Lizzie. You can't compare much to no Queen Elizabeth II. Compares. Oh, with Sinead O'Connor over it. Anyway, uh, Jess is going to be back you. next week. 
hopefully not singing, but doing a report. Oh, possibly, oh, hopefully not probably singing. singing. Probably Ouch. singing. Possibly sure. a musical report. In the meantime, uh, please uh, do go on to follow us on Twitter at DoGoOnPod, and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening, and from me, I say goodbye. Bye. Shenado, can I made it many times? Latest. <laughs> that was not fun. That fact. That. Or the whole show. <laughs> no, but that fact. I mean the fact. I'm a multi-millionaire, and uh, I have no worries about paps. It's a popular vote. People, I find it funny every year. People are like, it's so com- it's gone so commercial. It's like every year, it's the most popular song when millions of people have voted yeah. in a thing. It's going to be a pretty popular song. That's yeah. That's how popular votes work. You fucking idiot. <laughs> 